On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we are doing a mailbag, Tate. It's been a while since we've done one of these. It's been a, a few months. Um, I am in Madison right now. I am. Uh, uh, we, we, we started this uh, tour where I'm, I'm going to be going and, and covering college football and doing all this stuff. And we were talking about how uh, we've basically spent how many weeks now talking about Amani Bates and <laughs> oh my, um, at least and Dino Gaudio and Chris Mack. It feels like my entire life at this point that we've talked about Chris Mack, Dino Gaudio, the SmackDown, the right. Mackdown. Uh, and like you said, Amani Bates, will he, won't he? Yes, he will go to Memphis. Uh, so we we enjoy doing that. We want to make sure the listeners enjoy that. So we decided, you know what, if if people want to ask us about Imani Bates and Chris Mack, I guess we'll continue to talk about it. But <laughs> I'm assuming people want to hear about something else. Uh, so we, we left it up to you guys. You would, yeah. you would think. <laughs> um, and by the way, if if you uh, we, we should do more of these. We should sprinkle in, not do like full-blown mailbag pods all the time, but like we should at least have like an open – you know, yeah. like we can always like answer a couple at the end of every show or something. Yeah. Um, and then I realized that like, you know, our Gmail, we still have the voicemail going. So a lot of people are still oh, really? calling and leaving voicemails. Oh, really? I just want to apologize to the friends of the program that have been doing that, expecting us to circle back and, and to bring <laughs> up those voicemails <laughs> and, and check in with us. But we, we will listen to those at some point. Maybe we play those back. Maybe we get Jim Cunningham to do like a super cut of yeah. our, our best summer voicemails. But Fans are still freaking out, Titus, and they're still letting us know. They're hitting the panic button. Even I love if it's that. June, July, you know, they're they're all locked in. So I love thank that. you to the friends of the program. We I love the idea of them just putting the the phone in, or putting the number in their phone and just like getting drunk some night and like going to call their ex. And instead yeah. of calling their ex, they're like, "I'm gonna call Titus and Tate and tell them how upset I am that we missed out on this recruit." <laughs> it's your ex with less judgment. Yeah, no, right. More laughs. Uh, Titus and Tate at gmail.com is the, the email address moving forward. If you want to ask us stuff, tell us stuff, uh, anything, um, s- send it in. Uh, but that's what we're doing today. We're going to answer your emails, have some fun with it. It is Friday and, uh, the Buckeyes won last night. So I'm in a great mood. Let's Woo! have some fun. Uh, but first Woody Durham. All right, mailbag coming up. Uh, I, I guess all I want to say at the top, Tate, is uh, I, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm doing this uh, tour with Charlotte Wilder, um, and we're, we're just basically going we're, we're going to Columbus next week. So everyone in Ohio State, I expect a big turn. I need a gym cam. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I love you guys. I, I I know you guys are having a great time, but I do want a camera on gym while you guys are doing the the activities around campus. Like my idea is, I, I actually pitched this idea to the other producers is just attach a GoPro to gym yeah and turn them loose on college campuses yes. <laughs> and just see what happens oh my god it's the scranton strangler <laughs> this man disappears to smoke a cigarette he's like i'm gonna, I'm gonna step outside and smoke and he's gone hours, for two hours away yeah exactly. two hours exactly <laughs> you have no idea he comes back and you're like where were you and he's like i'm not even sure i could i don't know how to answer that <laughs> what the hell's going on the dormitory right there <laughs> um so yesterday i the, the reason i want to bring it up on this show is yesterday my my adventure was uh i i got basically an entire tour of madison uh from brad davison bradison yeah. bradison wisconsin who has been uh we were in love with brad early um he had a, he had a stretch there mm. where it was becoming harder to defend him 
I've come yeah. back around. I just want yeah, to make a. I, I'm glad that you have Brad. You know, on this show, we like to play. You know, we can be on both sides of things. Like if one of us is in love with something, like Sister Jean, for example. Like I think yeah. that you're a fan of Sister Jean. <laughs> she, well, you know, we'll just say that just so we keep the loyal fans <laughs> yeah. engaged. But for Brad, Brad took my coach out. You know, right? He he literally played the best basketball game of his entire existence, and then ended Carolina basketball as I know it. And Roy Williams retired. So, like, there's a level of me that, like, I don't know if I could be around Brad. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I might headbutt him in the chest at some point. Yeah. Like, on. So, I'm happy that he's taking care of you, and I'm happy to hear that he's doing so great. But yeah. I'm also happy that I wasn't there because uh, I don't want to I don't want to cause friction between our relationship and Buzzcut Brad, because like you said, he's never going to leave college basketball. He's, he's never leaving, there. dude. That, that, that's what I wanted to report to you is, uh, first of all, I am back in love with Brad. Um, I, and I asked him about that. I was like, uh, we need like, like a Brad meter, like with his face on it. And it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. Where, where I fall. Yeah. yeah. I asked him about Roy and I said, uh, how does it feel to basically end Roy Williams career that you, you went nuts against Roy. And he said, uh, uh, and, and Roy said, the game has passed me by. I got to hang it up. If Brad Davison is torching my team. Seriously. He was so nonchalant about it. Tate. Like he didn't even really give me a good answer. He was just like, yeah, that was pretty cool. Wasn't it? And that was it. <laughs> and I was like that. If I would have had that on, if I would have recorded that, it would have cut you so much more than him talking shit. And like, you know, cause he was just like, Oh yeah. I never, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That was, that was, that was a good game. Like I, I really enjoyed that game. That was a lot of fun for me or so like, he just All said it. The graphic in my mind where it's like, yeah, what do you have? Like 28 points. 28, yeah, dude. Uh, so that was a big takeaway. The other one um, was that, yeah, Brad is never leaving. He, he, this man is, and, and, and it's not like a, it's not a joke. 29, Jim Cunningham says he had 29 points against North Carolina in the NCAA tournament. Oh my yeah. God. Gross. It's not a joke, like a, a Perry Ellis type joke or a, a Aaron Kraft where it's like, this guy's been around forever. When is he going to yeah. type that? Like, not an old guy joke. Yeah. It's, 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 it's dead serious. I'm dead serious when I say Brad Davison is going to try to squeeze every drop of eligibility out of this. Not, not to torture Big Ten fans, but because this man, there, there are big men on campus, Tate. I have, I have uh, you know, I've, I've followed, uh, I, I was friends with Greg Oden. I don't know if I've talked about it before, but uh, I would walk a around little, with a literal big man on campus. Yes. And I would walk around with Greg on campus at Ohio State. And I think that Brad Davison at Wisconsin is still somehow a bigger deal than, than Greg Oden is at, at, at Ohio State. And I don't know how, how that could be possible, but it is. And this man It's loves- just more time. He had more time. It has nothing to do with Greg. He just had more time. He loves, 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 loves this college. And I understand why after, after going on a and, – and, and anyway, he, he's he, he's like asking, he's like, can I, do you think I could play other sports? I see J.R. Smith playing golf. Like, how do I get in on that? And I was like, this dude's never leaving. Yeah. So anyway, that's a report from Madison. I'm, I'm having a great time. Uh, it is, uh, it's really pissing me off how much I like this school. That's very <laughs> frustrating. But uh, anyway, I could see Brad so. Davidson, Brad Davidson wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to think about what other sport he could yeah. do. And it checks out. Like if he went into wisconsin's wrestling you know program said i want to be a part of this and then became a professional wrestler on the other side of that <laughs> you know what I mean? where he's like a character he's like the god god just flops figure. yeah yeah and then he's like he takes charges that's like his it thing char- <laughs> his whole oh, his whole his whole stick as a wrestler is just baiting other wrestlers into cheating into getting dqs yeah and, <laughs> and, he, and he also has god on his side like there's like a bright light <laughs> yeah. like as he walks in every single time it shuts down. There's like a choir singing. Dude, that'd be sick. I, I told him he should be a holder for the football team. Oh, I that's think that's a, a great idea. move. Yeah. He's just he's the, he's the holder in the um no, but he's uh 
it was a good time, man. So th- that's it. Not not a not a nothing too juicy to report other than Brad. Like he, he just kept turning, looking at me. Like every time we would go around campus, at every stop we'd make, he just turned to me and be like, Why would I ever leave? And he just kept saying that over and over. He's never gonna leave. I was like, I get it now, dude. I get yeah. it. Never grow he's up. Never get old. basketball forever. It, it's it's literally indefinitely. And not a coach K indefinitely. We're talking yeah. full man, on yeah. I told him this is this should be your crusade, dude. This could be your legacy on college basketball. Is like you push the limits of eligibility and yes. you get like Billis on your side. Also, he already has. How yeah. like the fact that he is coming back next year for it, fifth like, year. Yeah, it was a global pandemic that was that allowed Brad to come back to Wisconsin basketball. I'm you know. saying do it like start a crusade where it's like we paid the players. Now we need to get rid of eligibility limits and yeah. just play to your 40, dude. That's, uh, that's what you need to do. Anyway, Ooh. enough, uh, enough of that. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's answer some emails. What do you say? Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go to the mailbag. I wish there was like music. Come on, Jim, put something together for us. So it's boop, something- boop, <laughs> that could be fun uh should should i you want should i just knock it off should we just start going through this all right yeah like yeah i guess uh uh you sent some of them to me and i started reading them and i realized i like it better when i don't yeah uh, I, I don't know what's coming so it's the best it's the best all right well i'll start off this is from alexander Rawston, who uh wanted to let us know that he was a representative of chicago's big 10 team aka the Loyola Ramblers. He said, I, <laughs> I just wanted to point out that since Tate started his feud with Sister Jean, the Tar Heels have made only one Sweet 16, the same amount as Sister Jean, while having less final <laughs> conference titles than Sister Jean does over that same period. Not to mention UNC's famous old person, Roy Williams, was run off the job, while Sister Ooh. Jean just turned 102. How, how many birthdays does That's she have? Uh, and still going strong at Loyola. I was wondering, does Tate want to call a truce with the eternal sisters so that UNC can get back to its winning ways? Does he have anything he wants to say to the haters? He, um, can I say this? Can I say this? I, I do think that you need to think about this um, from a PR perspective that uh, – you listen, I, I don't want to be morbid. Is that what you're saying? I don't, yeah, I don't want to be morbid. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to put bad juju into the air. But mm-hmm. Sister Jean will leave this earth at some point. No, it'll she, happen. She's and very I, and Brad Steven, or Brad Davidson. I, I think she's just going to keep holding on. Every good year. Lord willing, she's going to last another 102 years. Uh, yeah. But, but you know, that time might be coming sooner rather than later, Tate. And I guess what I'm saying is I think it would be smart of you to bury the hatchet. Like, you don't want to time it where – you don't want to do the move that people did with Kobe where he, he dies. And then everyone's like doing their podcast where they're like, dude, I actually love like all that shit. I talked about Kobe his whole life. I, that was, that was a bit, I actually love this guy. Yeah, he was my favorite. So, he was my, he was favorite, my favorite, favorite How many people was, like completely <laughs> turn heel on themselves? You know what I mean? It was yeah. Insane. You're like, so, you and I were talking about, we're like, we loved Kobe, but like, also we know who Kobe was. So, you know, just like, yeah, I think that's my sister Dean outlook. You know what I mean? So, but what I'm saying is like, I think you got to time this. Cause like, I, I don't want you to just do it now. I don't want you to be like, okay, I'll bury the hatchet now. Cause we, I still feel like you can squeeze some more juice out of like yeah. being a, a anti-sister gene, but at some point you got to like bury the hatchet. You got to time it where it's like, you know, perfect that, that, that when that day comes again, I'm not, I'd hope it doesn't come soon, but when that day comes, uh, you can have a clear conscience and you don't have people saying you did this Tate or. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I think that, you know, to the original issue, right. The original hatred came from the fact that in 2018, she took all the spotlight away, you know, away mm-hmm. from this team that deserved to be discussed, that deserved to be front and center, even Porter Moser, 
was was not even getting interviews. They were like rolling Sister Jean in front of him and the whole team sitting in the background. So I will say my my disdain went down a level, you know, like when the Grinch's heart grows like a couple sizes. My my heart grew two sizes when Cameron Crutwig was the star. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This year. He was the face of the Loyola Ramblers. He was the one that we were all talking about. And Sister Jean was secondary instead of primary. So, like, I think she internalized the haters. You know, she internalized people like me that were calling her out. And she said, this time around, I'm going to stay out of the way. I'm going to let Cameron Crutwood be the star. So I think she did yeah. learn a lesson. So I've, I've <laughs> dialed it back a little bit. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a full hate on Sister Jean. In fact, I respect that she grew into, you know, who she is as a mascot or whatever you want to call it. Okay, how about this, too, th- this perspective that uh, in college basketball, as we know, it's usually about the coaches and, and the NBA yeah. it's about the players. Those are the those are the, what what drive the discussions. Right. Um, for Loyola, uh, typically the coach should be the, the face of the program. And, and Porter Moser uh, is no longer the coach the, uh, at, at Loyola Tate. He's now at Oklahoma. So if you look at the, the team that was around that went to the final four and where Loyola basketball is now, there's been one constant. The, the only constant is sister Jean. So in that regard, like she, she is just the de facto face of the program because there's so many shuffling guys shuffling in and out. We need a constant. We need like the coach K figure. That's like, I will be here through yeah. thick and thin, no matter what happens, I'm not going anywhere. So maybe like, maybe that's an easier pill to swallow. She's not a flash in the plan. She's proving that she's going to be around for the long haul. If, yeah. if we look up and she's wearing Kentucky stuff this year, oh. I think, I think we're back to hate her, but she's not, she's loyal. Yeah. Loyola. Loyola. <laughs> Can't spell Loyola without loyal. That's it. That's it. Well, there you go, Alex. There's our first, there's our first answer for you. Uh, I think this is a great one for you, Titus. I feel like this is in your wheelhouse. We're going to stay in Big Ten country. Is the Purdue hype real? Or are we going to have another season of letdown and meaningless mm. Big Ten stat of the day posts? Bennett, uh, Bennett Walther is, is who sends that in, Titus. And I ask you, our resident Purdue expert, um, yeah. slash Purdue hater, slash Purdue lover of bathrooms. Purdue donor. Yeah, Purdue, Purdue booster, yeah. Purdue booster. Uh, the Purdue hype is real, and that terrifies me. And I and I think if I was a Purdue fan, I'd be I'd be really really scared about this year. I think I think the fact that the Big Ten is going to be very good again uh, is is good for Purdue because you don't want what you don't want to do is a situation like say Villanova finds themselves in constantly, where it's like they're the they're by far the best, and if they don't win the Big East, what? the hell went wrong and, and all that kind of it's, it's not that for Purdue you know what I mean like the, the expectation is not like Purdue must win the Big Ten by four games or else something seriously wrong happened um but you're, the you're expectation of the losses right now you're like yeah it, okay there are, there will be no bad losses in the Big Ten because Michigan Michigan will be good Illinois will be good Indiana yes. will be good you go through the gamut yeah but in 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 general Purdue having national title hopes is is a, is a disaster disastrous spot to be in for Purdue. That's not yeah. where you want to be as a Purdue fan going into yeah. the season. You want to be ranked like you want the preseason polls to have you like 12. I think that's the sweet spot for Purdue. I be, think if, I think if you're Purdue, yeah. like final four should be what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Right. Don't don't put the title on your back. You know what I mean? Don't <laughs> don't make that the thing. The thing should be yeah. final four and then see what happens. I, I do want to say though I have I have now uh what is it September we've now rolled into September. Um I, I am now us doing our first podcast in September. I'd like to officially announce that I I have talked myself into Jay Nivey being the best player in the Big Ten. Ooh, the season. I do I think like Jay Nivey is going to be the best player. Trace Jackson Davis is going to be good. Kofi's going to be good. Yeah, Travion. Like, there's there's a lot of great players. Those obviously, four, those four bigs that you do, like, and then Hunter right, Hunter Dickinson, like, those, those, those EJ Liddell. 
EJ, but, maybe five. Jay Nivey's going to have the ball in his hands a lot, and he's going to be able to to do whatever the hell he wants because he's he's going to be very very good. And uh, I don't know. I I would be excited if I was a Purdue fan. Like I I don't if if their jersey said anything other than Purdue, I think you're excited. But yeah. Purdue fans have been here before. This is, hey, this hey, is they do have Carmo on their side because you know we remember Carson Edwards, we remember you know Diakite Shad. I feel like at some point, you know, yeah. It, it has to come back the other way for them. Like they're, they're going to be in the tournament in the second round. They're going to be down like six points with three minutes to go. We're all going to be very tight butthole and they're going to be able to come back. And, and the magic is going to be on their side. I'm not saying that it's guaranteed. They make a real run in the tournament, but I do feel like they have the roster for it. They know why they're here. Matt Painter's a, a much better coach uh, than, you know, the, the American public will, you know, outside of the big 10 will tell you. So the, there is good, there is good faith. And like you said, Ivy, Ivy could be the best player in the country. You he know? really might be. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. He, he's, he's going to be insane. And uh, I, I, I don't know. Purdue, Purdue, Purdue's going to be good. I don't, I, I don't know what else to say. The, the hype is real. <laughs> the Purdue's hype is real. We'll, Go to we'll the bathrooms at Mackie. Uh, <laughs> calm yourself down. Uh, next up, we got uh, Danny O'Shea and he says, which young coach aside from Will Wade. So thank you for, thank you for, you know, putting Will Wade in his own box has already mastered the art of the bag drop and will be making waves for decades to come. Love the mm-hmm. show by far the best in college basketball, all caps go Marquette, Danny O'Shea. Ooh. Yeah. Go Marquette. I thought Marquette fans don't like us because no, they've come back around because okay. uh, they, they got shocking. Now they know we'll cover them differently. All right. All right. Uh, all right. I think, <laughs> the, I think this is true. I'm not, you're in Wisconsin. You should know. I <laughs> I, I want to see like line graphs of our approval ratings with various <laughs> fan bases. Hey, Tennessee, Marquette, I feel Tennessee like has been Tennessee a rocky road. Been... No pun intended. It's been up and down. We apologize to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Who hates us the most? Probably Kentucky. No, I, well, you're right. I, mean, I would say Kentucky probably, but I like think Duke, Duke loves that we talk it. Like Duke fans love that. We have a lot of Duke fans. Listening or my, to the, show, the most. The most amount of my fans are Duke fans, to be they, quite honest. Yeah, they just love that we talk about them. They're just like, yeah. keep, keep it coming. I love they're all sadistic. the Coach K. Yeah, <laughs> we love it. Yeah, they're like, I don't know if Kentucky fans love us ripping on Cal and making fun of Cal and all that. I don't know well, if they love Duke that. fans, like, you know, they're invested, right? Like, but they, they pick their investment moments, right? And I think Kentucky fans are, like, always at, at that level of, you know, are you saying something? You talking? Yeah. You talking yeah. over there? Like, yeah. Duke fans are, like, laughing at themselves a little bit. You know, there's, like, that hint of self-awareness. Right. Kentucky yeah. fans are coming <laughs> at our heads. <laughs> Which we appreciate. Um, which young go- young coach? It would be young coach Calipari would be someone that would be. Uh, oh, Brad Calipari. Great answer. <laughs> mm. He's he's a guy to look out for. Uh, Brad Davison wants to coach. Too. I was talking to him. About oh, that. my God. Uh, he, I was like, because well, I, I was asking him what is what his graduate programs in or whatever. He has graduated. I, I, I want to clear that as well. A lot of people are like, when does this guy get graduate? He has graduated. He's now getting an advanced degree. Okay. Okay. Leave him alone. Um. Yeah. But uh, I guess his, his advanced degree is something in education. He, he was doing an advanced his, – his advanced degree was a deal where he had to, like, explain it for five minutes. And I was just laughing at the, the absurdity of that where I was like, we've gone too far. As in the, the, the education system in this country, it's yeah. gone too far. If you yeah. can't just say, like, chemistry, like, what, hey, what's your, what's your advanced degree? And you can't just be like, chemistry? Then come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, you're just trying to have classes so you can play basketball. We know what you're doing. He's, he's like, I'm, I'm in the EDL, EDLM – jp program it's it's education development learning and masters of junior 
psychology and what we do is and i'm like my god dude what <laughs> yeah there's a chance that brad davison has a has a tape recorder on him and he gets greg guard out of there and he takes over <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what i think the uh, next but yeah I was, I was asking about that i was asking about his like his greater progress so he, he said something about like education and i'm trying to do sports whatever whatever the hell and i was like oh so you want to coach and he's like absolutely he's like ever since i was little that's all i've wanted to do is, is be a college basketball coach so there you go keep an eye on that oh my just god. when you think you're getting rid of this guy he's gonna pop up uh, as, as Wisconsin's head coach. Um, yeah, the Brad, Brad Calipari is a great answer. I think a guy wearing a wear, dress, the swag that he has and, and the, yeah. the fact that he knows where the bodies are buried in Lexington and all that, that's, I'm, I'm of keeping course. That for sure. Of course, he could also go to another program and use what he learned from the Kentucky faithful, you know, to, to, his, to his advantage, to say the least. And then I think Wes Miller is like a, a, a below the radar I think Wes Miller can yep. become a bag dropper there at Cincinnati, and then that's going to get him a job at, you know, a blue blood like in Arizona or, you know, who knows what happens with him. But he's another name I would throw out there. But as you look around college basketball, we need more bag droppers, you know. with It, 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 it seems like a lost art form because Will Wade is actually not, you know, doing the proper art form here. You know, he is yeah. he's actually blowing up bag dropping as much as we call him the bad guy of the week. And I think that's hurt. It's a ripple effect amongst his peers because they can't even join into the game how old are we talking when we say young i think under 40 i think under 40. under okay because i was gonna throw out um yeah will wade is he, yeah will wade uh, is i just looked up one of i one. got i got a name for you that he's not as young as i thought he was um but it was it's an off the radar guy that doesn't get talked about in the bag dropping circles that i think is is making some serious moves with the bags right now uh joe pasternak at ucsb a man who uh, has the Adidas connection. A man that that UCSB won a tournament game last year, right? They should. No, have. they lost. That's yeah. right. That's right. Who did they? Who did they almost beat? Jacory McLaughlin. Um, they were the 12 seed, and then they were playing. That's right. They were the 12-5 upset special that exactly. that we, we all so we, thought. We we had UCSB. Creighton. It was Creighton. Creighton. It was yep. Creighton. Yeah. Creighton um, but Pasternak is uh he he's he's got these these ties tape. He uh, Adidas. With with UCSB, I believe they're they're sponsored by Adidas. I I, I should double check that, but no, I, I see, they are. You're correct. I, I see the I right. see the yeah I see the right. logo in my head, and it's it's they're in Adidas school. Um, he coached at Arizona with Sean Miller, which enough said there. Yep. Uh, also he he went to Indiana, so he's got like the uh, he can flip. The, this this is why I think it's 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 a it, he's he's a great name, even though he's 44, which is a little disappointing. I, I was hoping he was like 38 as well. Um. He could play the Indiana like Bob Knight disciple card yeah. and like get in front of people and button it up and be like, I would, sir, I would never do that. Like Bob Knight taught me better than to drop bad left and right. And then as soon as he steps away from that, he's, he's in the shadows. He's dropping back. Yes. Dropping back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that's a great name. And also I'll throw in Danny Peters just because he's at Peter and he also is from the Sean Mother coaching tree. So he will definitely he from his list. A Danny Peters, who grew up a diehard UC Bearcats fan, now coaching on staff at Xavier. Anybody who's willing to like, you sell know, cross soul. enemy lines and sell your soul, you got to yeah. keep an eye. And he's now at a private school. That's yeah. that's I don't know. Keep an it, eye on that guy. Give me Chris Mack vibes already, Danny. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think those are good answers, though. Uh, are, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the best we can do. I mean, we, also, we, what about Greg Oden? How about that? Oh my you saw God. that news? I did see that. That that's five stars. That's a five star move by Chris Holtman, coach. Let's the go. Brings in Greg. I I feel like Greg should have been on staff years ago at this point. Yeah. But I'm. Oh, well, he didn't graduate. I think that was the problem. Right, he he right. never had his undergraduate degree, so they brought him back to be a manager. 
Uh, he, he was literally a, a manager, like just an undergrad manager like I was um, to start my basketball career. Uh, that's what Greg was doing. And then he graduated finally. So now they, they brought him on as a graduate assistant. He's going to be working on a, a definitely not bullshit degree. Yeah. Degree as well. Definitely not bullshit. With Brad, with Brad oh, Davidson. It's going to be so hard. I, uh, <laughs> I think that we should do a ranking of our, our top assistants across the country. You mm. know what I mean? Like Greg Oden, Rashid Wall, like some of these guys, like and we, we do an updated list during the season. Because... And we just solicit, we just solicit uh, donations from their agents. Yeah. To, and, to and be their mouthpiece for them. <laughs> We're just like, pay us and we'll say you're, you're, yeah, you're doing a great are, job. You're doing an amazing job. Our up Bill Williams, what a great job he's doing. They're like, he's a head coach now. We're like, really? <laughs> you sure? Uh, all right, next up, we got Cam Kelly. He says, huge fan of the pod. Thank you, Cam. Very kind. Uh, recent grad from Murray State. Shout out to John Moran. And newly engaged. Shout out to you guys. Thinking about having my bachelor party in Memphis, December 10th and 11th, to watch Murray State play Memphis, and then the Grizzlies play the Rockets. Any way we can get you guys in Verno to join. Huge fans, and we'll be tuning in weekly again. Cam Kelly is the name that we, oh. we're, we're already talking about going to Memphis. So this checks. What, what was the what was the timeline? December again, 10th and December 11th. Yeah, and, we were and and what were the games again? The Walk games. I want to really games, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what we do is like I'm a five year old. All right, Murray State is playing uh, Memphis, and then okay. the Grizzlies play the Rockets. But this is the weekend. This is like Friday, Saturday, and then we were, we're talking about coming Sunday to Tuesday. We were talking about because, like, right after they play Murray State, I think Memphis plays Alabama, right? Yes. Which is going to exactly. be. I'm sorry, bud. Who who wrote it? Who's the Murray Cam State? Cam Kelly. Guys? Cam Kelly. Cam. This is. Uh, I I want to I want to support. We can our see fans. you on Sunday, Cam. Yeah, but at the same Sunday. time, Bama is a much better game. The Bama Memphis is going to be an insane. We want to see Nato's versus Penny Hardaway. Yeah. yeah. That's the matchup. We <laughs> That's what. But we maybe want. maybe we'll do it. We like maybe like. I don't know. The way Verno was talking is just that that we could just come to Memphis for like a month and just yeah. No, he with, was like, you can live in Memphis for the season. Yeah, just yeah. live with with Bonzi the best team in and... basketball. I mean, come on, Titus, <laughs> YouTube.com. That's so pretty good. good. That's pretty good. I know. I'm, I'm fired up. Just yeah, maybe we'll it. maybe we'll just do like like three, maybe maybe that's the bit is that we go to Memphis and we just see how long we can stay. There. We never it's leave. Just like a survival. It's just like a yes. We just like see how long until we tap out, and and I tap out like at two and a half weeks. You keep going strong. You're you're on three months, and you're just like I'm still here. Haven't given yeah. up yet. Naked and afraid in Memphis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We try to survive. I'm complaining about the food being too spicy. <laughs> like I'm from the Midwest, Tate. We don't have these spices. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, Cam, hopefully we'll be there for Sunday. We'll see you on Sunday. Uh, next up, longtime listener, first-time caller. Just a quick question. Are they really shout-outs and closeouts and in, in quotations if they last half the episode? I'll <laughs> hang up and listen. Bobby Haddix. Bobby, Bobby you, you, had, it, you SOB. <laughs> Bobby, leave our bits alone. We, we know, we my know the problem. That was my favorite thing. I think there was a guy on Twitter who used to point out um, – how how long like he, he was doing it for like a month straight where every show he'd be like uh should, titus said is there any anything else at the 37 minute mark and the show yes. an hour and 40 an hour minutes. and 37 and minutes. he kept like tracking how long because <laughs> <laughs> we're being that. honest like here full disclosure because i can say this in the off-season pod when we're just having some fun on a friday um I think shout outs and closeouts are the things we really want to talk about, but we feel obligated to like hit college basketball stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So like we come into a show and we're like, all right, this four and a half star guy committed to, I don't know. <laughs> no, we come to the show. We say Amani Bates is walking yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh my God, not this again. And then like, really want to talk, what I really want to talk about is like Drake has a new album. <laughs> yeah. Go listen. God's plan, baby. <laughs> I, uh, I went down to my car. Like I like to listen to music in my car. This is a quick tangent, but like I, I go down from my apartment, did my car last night. I'm playing, you know, CLB in my car. Cause you know, that's, I get the yeah. right acoustics. I can hear everything. One of my neighbors and I'm not like paying, I'm like, you know, I'm blaring music. This is like one <laughs> o'clock last night. And I assume that no one is in this parking deck and I'm like sitting there zoning out, listening to the music. And then I just hear like a, you know, knock on my, on my, you know, my neighbor. Like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, uh, can you turn that down a little bit? And I'm like, in my car. That's just how loud it is. But I also was like, look, lady, God's plan. What a visual. Out. What a visual. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like sending Snapchat to my friends. They think I'm like driving around like, you know, at one o'clock. I'm like, I'm just sitting in my garage, man. Just like, just we need it. A, we need a, like, a, this is your version of my fat stories is your album release stories. Yeah. I just, I go listen to my car. There's, there's nothing like listening to music in a car. I'm a kid that burnt CDs and sold CDs in high school. I mean, that's like, it's like a home base of sorts. And it's also like my test, you know, it's my, my litmus test. Um, what, uh, what, what, what's the, what the, I, I saw Drake has, I, I look forward to, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to album. I'm going to listen to Drake songs uh, yeah. in a, in a basketball arena in eight months. Like, exactly. God, like like he intended you know like yes that's that's how it's supposed to work and then i and then i'm like bobbing my head i'm like oh this is a sick song and everyone's like yeah this came out yeah it was like year. yeah duh came out you last year. New album that's coming out oh um, <laughs> great good for drake is it good is it do, do we yeah, like yeah, it? yeah yeah i, I mean right. i like donda too so I, I i've enjoyed donda i was very excited for certified lover boy because drake he announced like he announced his project nine months ago it came out on labor day he obviously, you know, the last time we we saw him, you know, he said that he would never hide, you know, ha have a pregnant person in this world and hide her. But then he did do that. So now he's like, mm. the, you know, he's he's like, I'm 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 toxic and I'm sorry. You know, that, 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 that's Drake's angle on this album is like, I'm toxic and I'm sorry. You know, it's very, very future of him. Uh, but I really appreciate it. I, I one thing I noticed is everyone talking about Kanye and Drake's albums and uh the, the move where people just like tweet the lyrics and they, they put fun. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed is that rap really is a, uh, it doesn't translate. Like if, if I haven't heard the song and you're just showing me the lyrics, I don't get it. I don't yeah, get yeah, it. Like, yeah. like people, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure if you hear it in the context of the song, you're like, Ooh, that was fire, whatever. Yeah. But as someone who doesn't hear these songs, I just see like people tweet out like, Oh, Drake went hard right here. And the line is like, yeah. I got bars and I got cars. Yeah. And then they just put like fire emojis. Like, I'm like, I don't get it. On my Instagram, I be going ham. And then you see it on Instagram. You're like, yeah, it's on my Instagram. I be going ham. And I'm just like, what? That's what, what we're getting excited about. <laughs> uh, anyway. So. Good. That's uh, it, it just feels like Bill is tweeting out the Jeezy lyrics. Like that, I guess that's where it started. Yeah. I see Bill is tweeting out that. I'm like, I'm sure if I listened to all these Jeezy songs, I would be like, that's that's effing sick. But yeah, it, it's also I like you don't. get you get profiled as soon as you start tweeting out the lyrics. Like for me, like you remember AIM, like AIM, of course, I, I, like yeah, of course. Like I, my info was always just like a place of you know, you know, big timers lyrics or like whatever it would. But like I'd always just have lyrics in there, and then. You know, I would love to tweet these lyrics out, but with the haters online, Titus, there, there's just, there's zero chance. You know, Kyle is the only person I want to see tweeting Drake lyrics, you know, unironically 
And like he gets away with it because we love Kyle and we're like, this is what Kyle wants to do. This is him going for full throttle for this. I don't want to do it anymore. That's why you get close friends on Instagram. You make sure you got your your people that can handle you putting yeah. up you in your car, you know, listen to CLB late at night. That's that's all well, you I guess. Have. I guess that's my that would be my PSA to America is like if, if you're tweeting out rap lyrics, uh, your, your audience either has listened to these songs and yes. doesn't need you to 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 send us these you know it's like i don't i don't need kyle, kyle i don't need you to tweet out jake's lyrics i just heard the song myself like i'll just yeah. go listen to the song you know i heard yeah. that too i don't need you yeah. to tell me about it or i haven't heard the song and it just and you is, ruined is, it and it's, it is not cool at all what you just tweeted yeah like spoiler alert drake yeah. says this bar on the album <laughs> hate to see it uh this is a this is a great circle back moment for the podcast by the way our next uh our next mailbag question it's not even a question it's more of a it's it's almost poetic bracket challenge winner here just letting you know <laughs> i would still love to come on the pod and if an invite came my way also i still haven't received the t-shirt and signed poster yet though you guys did mention that you would send them over when reading my previous email on your last yep. mailbag pod my yep. address is the same as it was in the previous email i also sent an email to ryan rosillo for life advice on how to handle the possibility of not getting to come on the pod despite winning the bracket challenge though he hasn't gotten to that one yet Still love you guys, even if I can't come on the pod. Ever hopeful, Ben. Ben, we are so sorry. Ben, we 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 switched producers. Our old producer was uh, Luis. She was it's Luis's fault. Post. She yeah. said she was going to send that poster, uh, and I think she got the job right at the. I think she was walking to FedEx and got the job and just dropped it. Um, the problem with Ben. The problem, to- the problem at this point, though, is it's, it's funnier now that we're not sitting. Ben is just like, will, will these guys please acknowledge that this is happening? And Imagine Kyle like, reading yeah, yeah, that we're- email for Rosillo's life advice. You know what I mean? I know. I know. He's like, these guys. <laughs> Dude, I uh, I have... Uh, oh, never mind. Oh, who cares? It's not that important. I, I, I just like... I have way too many friends in my life that are texting me... Uh, trying to asking me questions about Rosillo and Kyle because they are trying to make up stories for life advice to get them read on the air. And they're oh, just like, nice. they're like, what beats do I need to hit? I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you've listened to the show, like you should know what Rosillo is. What do you, what do you mean? They're like, well, I just, I want to make sure he reads this on air. And I'm like, You're, it's not even a real story. What are you talking about? I don't know. Kyle, Very bizarre. A lot of yeah, weirdos out there. Kyle, Kyle is one of those people where, you tell you say something hat like you could just be reading your Apple news alerts. You'd just be like, man, you know, 14 people stabbed in a bodega. And Kyle's like, man, you hate to see that. Like, I hate yeah. when that happens. You're like, what do you mean you hate when that happens? Like, is that like a thing that happens? And then <laughs> yeah. Kyle goes on this like a like elaborate story. You're like, yeah. Jesus Christ, Kyle, yeah. where where have you been? <laughs> what have you done? Um, that's why a segment like life advice is amazing for someone like Kyle, who just has has done so many things. That are you know off the beaten path, but also so in, endearing in a certain way because they're so pure in his actions. Because yeah. Kyle, Kyle's a good heart, you know we love Kyle. And when yeah. you have a good good heart, but you're also trying to get lit in Poughkeepsie, it seems like it leads you down some wild roads. And uh, I love hearing about all of them. That's why we love <laughs> Kyle and Jim together, especially. Oh my uh, god, Jim! Jim's like a different category. Jim has literally been in every bar in los angeles he literally knows where every celebrity ever lived in their houses he jim jim knows everything jim knows maybe we make that shirt instead of bo knows jim knows jim knows uh to answer ben's question it's 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 coming we're gonna we're gonna get it 
if we're gonna get it uh jim knows your address and jim is going jim to- knows your address yeah. we should have when's, when's the best time to have him on the show i guess like we should maybe do like the we should do it as like a preview pod yeah maybe, maybe when we do the uh the, the preseason duffy awards or, or whatever yeah yeah know, like one of our preview shows we'll figure ben, it out ben's putting it in his calendar right now he's yeah. like can't wait thanks guys like, i'll see you guys it's definitely gonna happen right yeah for sure we love you ben. <laughs> ben but you should know like if you listen to the show you should know uh we you're not the only one we do this to i mean like for god's sakes duncan robinson we're like yeah he's coming on next week and how many how many times have we i don't know who cares what, how many times have we what, overpromised? Yeah. 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 That's, that's what we do. It's yeah. I mean, we overpromise and then we deliver it. <laughs> and then we forget that we forget that we promised that that's the problem. It's not really that we're, we're doing this on purpose. We just forget. And uh, then we gaslight and deflect. And, yeah, and exactly. It's all good. We got it. We figured it out. Uh, what's good boys. Uh, this is from our, our boy at UCLA, Asir Ali, who is taking care to care of us multiple times. Uh, can't wait to be back in the pavilion club this fall, getting ready to watch Mick Cronin's UCLA Bruins. Now, this has nothing to do with college basketball at all. And to be fair, it is the offseason, and Navani and Louisville can only get us so far. Gosh, I see you get it. But I just got to know, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized <laughs> duck? P.S. Roll through the tailgate Saturday, Tate, UCLA game against LSU. Oh, this yeah, that's weekend. right. That's um, right. But uh, – in, any answer to that? So we love you, Asir. We, you're you're great. We appreciate all the help at the UCLA games. Um, I I don't know what that answer is. I think I, uh, I, I'd rather I'd rather do the hundred horses that are size like ducks. I just I just kick them. I was just like I feel yeah. like I I I have uh I've I've done substitute teaching for kindergarten class before. This was a few years ago. Um, you just kicked them. That's how you. Yeah, and like I feel like it's similar. It's like you just have like a little a bunch of little pests like running around, yeah. and I feel like I could corral those. So like I could do that with the with the the horse sized duck or the duck sized horses. I mean, I just start kicking them, and that'd be that. Yeah, I'd be I'd be overwhelmed by the amount. So I I think I just want one. I want one horse sized duck, mm. and then it's one it's mano y mano. Let the best duck win or man win, and then we just. We duke it out. Um, that's that's the only thing I could say to that. Great question, Asir. Great uh, question. Quick break to get a word from our sponsors. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work too. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save today. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com. That's Geico.com. Back to Tyson Tate. Next up, what does South Dakota State University's men's basketball team need to do to break through the glass ceiling Mm. and win an NCAA tournament game? Thanks, Scott. Um, That's a great question. There there are a lot of programs like that. This is is one of the things I love about college basketball is that like while the North Carolinas and Kansases of the world are trying to win national titles, you, you also have these fan bases that are like, we just want to be at the table. We just yeah. want to seat Give at the seat. table. Give us a yeah. seat. Um, and South Dakota State is one that that certainly has been on our radar. I mean, like South Dakota State, but, but uh, Nate Walters, we mm. have uh, 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 who's, who's the vegan guy? Mike Dom. Yeah. You know, Mike, Mike Dom. Did you know Mike Dom and JP McCure are on the same team in Europe? Right. And professionally? Yeah. They're, they're teammates in Europe together. I was watching JP McCure practice highlights the other day. Um, just because I, I follow him on Instagram and we love JP. And then in the background, who do I see? Who do I spy with my little eye? But Mike Dom and Mike Dom's putting up shots. I was like, oh my God, there's the big God himself. Does he have Mike? What does he look like? Don't tell me. I, I want to guess because I, I picture Mike Dom has grown his he hair out and he's got a sleeve tattoo. 
No, he looks the exact same. What? He's got the he's got the buzz on. He looks a little bit thick, but not too thick. You know what I mean? He's in that perfect range. Like Luca Garza, you know, junior year of college. That's Mike Dom right now. Wow. They're a fun team, though. I mean, I know nothing else about their team, but just watching the practice footage of Mike Dom high-fiving J.P. McCure, I was like, this is great for college basketball. We'd love to see it. Um, so I, I thought about it because, like, South Dakota State, he said they, they've never won an NCAA tournament game, right? That's yeah. that I, I remember. They want to break through. Ohio State played Dom a few years ago. That was a 5-12 game, if I remember right, because everyone was picking South Dakota State to beat Ohio State, and I was really, really nervous about that. And um, spoiler alert, Ohio State won. But uh, I, I, guess, I guess I didn't realize that, that South Dakota State had never won a game. But now I'm looking at update, and part of it, we should say, they they've been they were division two forever. Like they went yeah. division one. They were they were yeah, they were division two for a very long time. When was their first division one season? It was in 2004. They mm-hmm. moved in 2004. So I mean, yes, technically you have not won a division one game, but I think you're on the right track. I think they've made how many tournaments now? Like five or six, I want to say division one tournaments. Yeah, they definitely have been. I mean, and like you said, they're always like the 12, 13 upset special that a yeah. lot of people believe in. This isn't this is not a uh this is not a northwestern situation though no. where you've just been garbage Friendly, forever. terrible forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I think you're on the right track. I think it's fine. I think it's gonna it's gonna come together nicely. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I think it happens not this year, but the next year. Okay. Okay. And then, and then as soon as that year comes, I'll just I'll just keep kicking the can. They've, they've won conference regular season champions, South Dakota State. Are you ready for this? 2013, 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Wow. So they they're they 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 figured it out. They they are the, the summit league. They are the, the class of the summit league. So with that in mind, just like don't screw it up in the NCAA, uh in your conference tournament and you're in and uh anything can happen in the, in the NCAA tournament. I think I think they'll be fine. I, I will say I will say this. I think they're the first Bellarmine Bellarmine Beller I said something about Bellarmine in our last episode or Bellarmine or Bellarmine or whoever. They are, but they were D2 forever. Uh, I had a fan reach out, very upset that I don't know how to pronounce Bellarmine. I think it's Bellarmine is what he said, but maybe Bellarmine. But regardless, they were D2 forever. They won national championships, and they just bumped up to D1. And uh, they are the new South Dakota State. They're going to yeah. win. They're going to win a tournament game too. So, uh, you know, clearing out, clearing out all the air. Next up, we got uh, Joel Dawich. He says, "Please talk about how much Coach K sucks." Um, okay, okay. Joel. Joel, that would take all day. We we can't spend all day doing this, but we will say this. It's the Coach K farewell tour. We are the Boo Brothers, and we will be there yeah. uh, every step of the way as Coach K waves goodbye to the good people of college basketball. So don't you worry about that. What if – What if We, we I, have to give respect before we start booing, you know? It dude, all with respect. calling my shot, Brad Davison takes down Coach K in the NCAA tournament too. Oh, my God. Wisconsin over Duke. That has to make America love him. Like, if well, they, and it would be great too because Brad Davison, you know, for Wisconsin fans after 2015, right, you know, get their redemption, right, you get Coach K out of here. Brad Davison he is forever remembered as the, he killed Tobacco Road, and 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 Coach K is killed by his own monster. You know, it's a yeah. Frankenstein deal where he like he built this monster of scrappy white guys taking charges, yeah, and then that's what kills him, and that's what's. The, it, it's so poetic and perfect. And then Brad Davison, I feel like it, America has to love him at that point. If, if that's his legacy to college basketball is I, I ended Roy Williams and coach K. I mean, come on. I'm going to take Roy Williams out of that. When people, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's a very, like I, we can forget about Roy Williams. If he takes out coach K, that would be great. And he's just like, that's just his brand. And then he, he's, he's, he's just called the coach killer. And like, as he gets into coaching, he's just the coach. Like that's his deal. He's like, I, I, I am a coach killer and he's, 
I don't know. Maybe he goes to South Dakota State. Yeah. And he takes over as the coach of South Dakota State. Or Bellerman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, if Kansas starts making noise in the regular season or goes on a playoff run, at what point is it except a playoff run? What the hell? Uh, Or what point is it acceptable? Is this an NFL fan? Like, what the hell? What's happening? I feel like I'm talking about the Chiefs right now. Uh, At what point is it acceptable for Roy to jump on the bandwagon? Thanks, Aiden. Titus, I'll yeah. refer to you for this one. What? Yeah, if Kansas is – that's a great question. Where, where – no, where, <laughs> no, it is because I think, like, there's got to we, – we talked about this with, like, when, when Thad took over – or not took over, when, when he took the job at IU, I mean. Um, yeah. And we were kind of, like, fleshing – I was fleshing out hypotheticals for you. If, like, if Roy is the – shows up at Northern Iowa basketball games, I think was the example I used, and he's wearing a bunch of North – like, does that hurt your feelings? And you said mm. no. But you said Kansas would, whatever. Um, I I I think Kansas. I I I think the only time it's acceptable is if Carolina is obviously not still in the tournament. So Carolina has been upset at this point. No, Carolina's no, no. Out. We, we we just yeah we bowed out. We, we um, <laughs> yeah, you just you, you COVID COVID got Carolina. Yeah, yeah, they got us. You, you too many positive tests. You had yeah, to yeah. Uh, just like last year. <laughs> um. And I think it's got to be the national championship. I think that's the only way. I think if Roy, because yeah, he's, he's already done the final, he's already done the, he, he, we got the precedent of him doing a national championship. He's already got his ass kicked by Kansas in the final four. I think like if he shows up for like an elite eight game to cheer on Kansas and he's wearing a Jayhawks crew neck sweatshirt, that, that, that doesn't sit well with me. Even I'm not even a Carolina fan and I'd be upset about that. But if he goes to the national championship game, I'm cool with that. Right. Yeah. I, I think that he and Bill Self, like, I think he's friendly with Bill Self, but I don't think that Bill Self is asking Roy Williams for his advice. So yeah. I think that's the reason why Roy won't be around. Um, who, yeah. Who, who's the, who, who, what, what team, what is the most likely team of, uh, 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 how do I, how do I phrase, of, of like programs where the, the team could actually be ranked? So like actual teams that we talk about on the show, not, not some of Roy's disciples that are coaching tiny ass schools. Um, what, what school is it most likely do you think that Roy would support that would show up at a game this year? Like Cincinnati, like say he goes to a Cincinnati game. To yeah. I mean, it has, West Miller. is that yeah. the most likely? Do you think Cincinnati could be a good one? Uh, Memphis. What do you do? Memphis for Stanford, Larry and she Stanford's a sneaky one. He goes for Jared. Hatch. Stanford. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good that, one. That could be one. I also could see him just like being at Davidson's practices, like just with Bob McKillop, you know what I mean? Like it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Roy makes his rounds, but I will say this. And this is insider info. Roy Williams still has an office at North Carolina. Roy Williams is still at practices. Roy Williams is still very much involved with North Carolina basketball. So I think, I think is it's Roy time. Williams trying to come back. Is he trying think, to take I, you? I think it's time. Job? I think it's time is spoken for. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's a part of making sure that Hubert Davis keeps Carolina at the top. Are you <laughs> reporting that Roy Williams is trying to take Hubert Davis's job? Yes. He's trying to undermine Hubert Davis to take his job back. He regrets retiring yeah. and he wants yeah. the job back. Yes. Give me that back. <laughs> is that, is that, yeah. uh, that, that's a great, that's a great, uh, uh, prop bet though, is, is what nationally televised game will Roy Williams other than North Carolina will Roy Williams show up at? What's it might be the CBS sports classic. 
It might be like when uh, who do you guys play? You guys. Well, play? that's Carolina. Carolina will be there. No, but he goes to you guys' game, so uh, it's just like uh, Ray Williams in the crowd. And they show, you know, it's like, oh, we're here because you guys play Kentucky this year, right? Or do we play Kentucky? You play UCLA. I think you play UCLA. We no, okay. we played Kentucky two years ago. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know, dude. I can't remember. So but yeah, I've been to too many CBS Sports classes. Point, but Roy will be in the crowd for that. Uh, Roy Williams is not going to put a Kansas pendant on anymore. I, I'm I'm going to knock on wood and say that's not going to happen ever again. Uh, next up, Penny has managed to build a program with little on court success. They just mm-hmm. won the NIT. Calm down, everybody. Is this proof that brand? Is this proof that brand plays are more important than basketball plays? And is this the future of program building? Uh, Eric Flynn is asking this question. Uh, Mark Titus, what do you think about this question? Well, I think uh, the answer is yes, if that's what you want it to be. And I I don't think this is Penny's deal. I think Duke and Kentucky have been doing this for uh, quite some time. um, That that they have been playing a different game than everyone else in terms of, like, I mean, Duke hasn't won. How how long has they gone since they've won an ACC regular season title it's been forever now forever. was was it 2010 was that the last time they did it yeah i think um so. which is staggering because if you asked if you asked like nba fans or just casual followers of the sport like who are the best programs duke and kentucky are probably the first two out of their mouth and kentucky's won one national championship with john calipari which you know like they've, they've had a lot of great tournament success they've won a lot of games i'm not saying it's he's, he's been a failure at kentucky by any stretch of the imagination but Jay Wright has won two in the last however many years, you know, and, and Roy's won. I, I, there's, it, it, and it's, it, it's confusing because those are the, those are the programs that everyone talks about. And we, we fall victim to it when we do the podcast. We talk about Duke and Kentucky all the time because that's yeah. what people want to talk about because they were good at building the brand. Duke, remember when I, I, I lost my mind at that when they were showing the, uh, the, the documentary little thing with the Zion cam reddish RJ Barrett class, you know, and, yeah, we, yeah. and, we, and we got the shot of Inside Zion. Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Leaving a shirt on in the pool. And I was like, oh, I don't love that. Uh, I don't love it either. During I, when I was watching all that on ESPN plus or whatever it was, and I was using someone else's login. Um, they had the, they had the footage of the Duke has the, the, the board somewhere in their locker room or their offices of the, the most Instagram followed accounts in college basketball. And they're like, we're number one. And I remember just thinking how absurd that was. But to Duke, that's a big deal, and I think that's to the to that point. Like, yeah, I think I think that there are a lot of programs that like that's the way they think. Memphis is certainly one of them. Kentucky's one of them. I mean, Kentucky, they they, they how how often do we hear about all the draft picks in Kentucky and like yeah. the max contracts that John Calipari and, and and I'm scratching my head. I'm like, how does that win games for the University of Kentucky that John Wall signed another max contract? I don't really that doesn't really compute with me. But to Kentucky fans, they're like, we're, that's why we're the best. Yeah, you come here. You're going to be yeah. a millionaire. Devin Booker, sign a max contract. That's why we're the best. And I'm like, yeah. well, aren't we trying to win a national championship? And they're like, no. not necessarily. Well, we're trying to, you know. <laughs> um, and I think, like, Memphis Memphis has figured it out. Penny has figured that part out. And uh, I love it. I think we should have more schools like that. And I think, like, that, that's true the true Kentucky fans have figured that out. And they're very upset with John Calipari about yes. that. Because, like you said, the, the true blue Kentucky fans are like, hey, wait a second. We want to win titles. We're, we're, yeah. we're striving for nine. We want nine national championships and we're going to keep going. And Cal's like, yeah yeah but we're first round picks yes yes (laughs) yes i'm doing a live hit on sports center later though isn't that awesome and they're like i mean i guess cal we how many hits can you do can we get another title for the love of god uh but that's why we love college basketball right tate i mean like you have the tony bennett j Wright types who seem to like shy away from that kind of stuff and want to run their programs a certain way and you have memphis is like we literally don't care how many games we win 
we're yeah. <laughs> we're here. That's why I kind of asked Vernon that because like, and he he left. He scoffed at me and was like, "We're trying. Of course, we're trying to win. What are, that's preposterous." I'm like, I don't know if that is a preposterous question because like, as long as Memphis wins the offseason, you're winning something. I think that's yeah. the goal. It's like you just want to win something. Yes, exactly. Whether it be the NIT, whether it be the offseason, whether it be yes. the preseason, whatever it is. I do think my my big picture idea for this is that P. Diddy comes back as P. Diddy. I know he goes by love now, but he goes back as P. Diddy and he comes with a new show on ESPN Plus called Making the Brand. And mm. we have 10 schools that are all kind of like second tier and they're trying to bump up into the next level and p diddy like takes the keys away from the gym from them he's NC like state do, yeah making NC the state's like we're we're kind of lost in in the wilderness with what we yes. want this basketball program to be um we kind of have a little brother deal going on but also it, we definitely don't have a little brother deal going on and also yeah, like two national champions we we love our history but also we're trying to go to the future but also and and indiana's kind of the same way you know like the, yeah. making the brand the, we figure out what the brand should be. How much do you tap into the old school and, and look forward to the future? All that stuff. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. You got to go to Brooklyn and get some sugar cookies. And then when you come back, we'll talk about this brand thing. Uh, the next question comes from Clay. He says, that the, does the addition of Danny Peters and Wes Miller to the Crosstown shootout make it officially the Titus and Tate rival, the official Titus and Tate rivalry? Tickets on me if you guys are at Xavier in December. Thank you, Clay. And yes, it's a great it's officially. I mean, without TCU, uh, and SMU, SMU going yeah. at it. Uh, we we are officially in the camp of uh, I'm a Bearcat, you're a Musketeer. Yeah, uh, we we are on opposite sides here, but we also love this rivalry. Zip I up. think I th I think I think that's it. I think this is our new rivalry, right? Like of of we do have to have a pet rivalry at all times. Yeah, so I mean I I'm all in on Cincinnati. Like I'm I'm a West Miller fan. I, I would love to been. go to I would love to go to that game this yeah. year. Yeah. I went to one. I, I wrote about it for Graylin. Um, it was it was at Cincinnati, the Crosstown shootout. It is it is the most intense basketball game I've ever seen in my life at any level. Uh, I I don't like the I I I think I said this scenario, but like what I love about that rivalry is they they genuinely do not care one iota where you put them on your list of best college basketball rivalries. Yeah. We, we, you and I could do a show where we do like the top hundred college basketball rivalries. And we leave off Xavier Cincinnati. They don't care. I don't think anyone will even write in and be like, okay, how do you guys not They'll be like, we don't fine, whatever. You don't like it. Fine. I still want to beat the hell out of the, those other guys. Literally. They try to yeah. fight, dude. Not yeah. even just the players, like up. the fans. Like, well, of course, of course, of course, dude. I saw, I, I saw, I'll never forget this. I saw a grown man put his hands on, I guess, phrasing, but put, put his hands on like a 12 year old kid. Yeah. Like, grabbed him like grabbed him by the arm and like started shaking him and then the kid's dad comes over and pushed the old man <laughs> and i'm not gonna say what team the old the the, the instigator was cheering for because i don't want to you know have them use that as fuel but that was go i'm like th this is this is absolutely insane this whole yeah. atmosphere is insane it's it's uh it's crazy we gotta go we should go to the game. we we gotta go to that game we also um the feelers have been put out from my people in richmond they want us to come to richmond vcu and I think, that, oh, I dude, think that feels game. that's one that, of my favorite rivalry games. That feels like a similar vibe to uh, it's a, it's a culture war. You know what I yeah. mean? Private versus public. It's yeah. uh, the, the haves and the have nots. But even yes. though they both everyone in the building actually has, you know what I yes. mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
the guys, the guys, the the Cincinnati fans, the UC fans sitting courtside are crossing yeah. their arms. They're like, yeah. I hate those rich assholes. That exactly. Say, rich exactly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They paid, they paid 50 grand for those courtside seats. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's, that's college basketball. Those are some of the best rivalries. Um, next up, if you were a college athlete right now, what company would you uh, most like to sign an NIL deal with? Uh, also, why doesn't Rothstein have a crystal balls t-shirt yet? Mm. Jordan is the question. Um, I'll, I'll lay it up to you, Titus. What, what company? Oh, I thought Jordan was your answer. No, uh, well, I mean, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan would be my answer. Bojangles is also my answer. Uh, uh I know, need a Chipotle deal after my yeah. Chipotle story. <laughs> Honestly, like, how, how have you? I not just do commercials. I do commercials, and I tell story like every every commercial is just a thirty second ad of me looking into the camera, telling a story about how fat I was and yeah. how much I ate Chipotle. I mean, dude, you're the Jared of Chipotle. Can you imagine? Yeah. That? You're like, I mean, not not the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> you know what I mean. The same the same lane. You know, like I ate Chipotle burritos every day, and look how yeah. fat I am. And now look at me now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what what is the brand that you would realistically? I think uh, I like obviously. I think your mind goes to like Tesla or something. You're like that'd be sick if I could do like a Tesla ad and could drive a so you know or you think that's of like luxury. Good answer. That that's like a UCLA like the, the UCLA quarterback has a Tesla deal. Yeah, I mean, my, my mind would immediately go to just like what's the the luxury items that I can get out of this and and sponsor there. But I think the move if you're in college, it's it's probably not the financially prudent move, but it's the move that I think gets you the most cachet on your fan base and and is the cool move which is uh, get it, get a deal with just the local mom and pop yeah. place or the local yeah. bar or, you know how like the, 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 del- the local deli that will name sandwiches after the, the athletes or whatever. Of course. Now, now you actually like have a deal with them and you can come. Yeah. You can, you can come get the Brad Davison club sandwich at the, at the local deli and, and he gets a cut and everyone. Yeah. 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 If I, if I was a Chapel Hill athlete, I would be sponsored by Sutton's and I would just go to Sutton's every Sunday, give yeah. me a milkshake, just yeah. chop it up. You know, people come in. I'm like, they're good. What's in the Tate Frazier milkshake? Yeah. Just classic chocolate milkshake. You, know? just try, you, you try to rebrand trash. You're like, yeah, no, no. It's, yeah, it's the Tate Frazier milkshake. And they're like, what's we don't have milkshake? chocolate anymore. We have the Tate <laughs> yeah, Frazier. Tate Frazier. Just get it right there. <laughs> I did. Oh, dude, that would, I would be love- great. I would love to have at like Ohio State as the, the sandwich named after me is just like a ham and cheese on white bread, <laughs> and there's no there's no condiments, there's no vegetables. It's yeah. just <laughs> it makes me think of the current episode when Larry's upset that his sandwich sucks and he tries to get the Ted yeah. dancing. <laughs> He's like trying to switch to the Ted dancing. Dude, it feels like it could turn into really quickly. People getting upset over their sandwiches. No, that's what I want, man. I want the I want the most basic bitch. If you're gonna name something after me, I want it to be the most basic bitch. Say it like just classic Midwestern, no taste whatsoever, just meat and cheese in between bread. That's it, and that's all it is. I I like it a lot. That's good. Uh, dude, Brad should Brad should do a. You get a barbershop deal too. And like you can you get the Brad Davison and you just go in and get your buzz cut. If you go into any barbershop in the South, they're gonna give you the Brad Davison. Even if you yeah. go and tell them what you want, if you're like, I will I will just take like a half an inch off the top, you know, trim the sides, fade the sides, whatever you say. Like they're like, Okay, got it. And they literally just start shaving your head off. And you're like, uh, okay. Like when I went to That's- college, yeah, I mean that I went to Chapel Hill the first time, like it doesn't even exist anymore. That's how old I am. But like the Granville Towers area, there was like a little barbershop there. I go in like first haircut at college. 
leaving my hometown can't shout out the can that always come out here and then i go in and tell what i want the guy just like pulls out the he's like <laughs> it's like okay all right well i guess i'm buzzcut I guess I <laughs> and, then, and then the guy says thank you for your service and pat you on the back yeah like, sir i'm not military i didn't want the i didn't want the uh, like, that'll uh, be that'll be five dollars yeah. you're like oh shit that's a pretty good deal <laughs> um that's a good idea though like just barber shops in general with name image like and stuff like you could get a because there are a lot of college athletes that have distinctive hairstyles, yeah, you know, sure. that, that that we follow. Armando Baycott. I mean, yeah, Armando, Armando Baycott, whoever does Armando Baycott's hair, Armando Baycott's like, go get your hair done by the, the guy that does this. And then yeah. like all the Carolina students can go get your hair looking like Armando Baycott. Yeah. And then like you show little, up to the basketball kids in the crowd or like the AI <laughs> yeah. kid, you know, when he had the corners. <laughs> what could go wrong? That's not, that's definitely not going to piss people off. Yeah, no, that's going to be great. Yeah, that's going to be really good. Um, here's a great question from Will. Uh, shout out to Will. He did not give us his last name. So whoever you are, where there's a will, there's a way. He said, would you guys rather suffer through another year without March Madness or watch Space Jam no. 2 two times a day, every day for the next year? One more question. Oh would you guys God. rather have Bill Simmons as your boss for the rest of time, but you both make $5 million a year? Or would you prefer to keep your current situation? You boys rule. Oh well, my God. What? No, I'm like, I'm I'm like if that was the deal, I would wear a ringer sweatshirt right now. You know what I mean? Like, my God. Like, are you kidding me? We'll, yeah, we'll dude, take are, that. are you serious? Are you serious? What a Will, come on now. Oh Will, <laughs> I got principles, but I don't have that many principles. Yeah, I'm I mean, are you serious? <laughs> like, you think we hate, we don't hate Bill. Like, we love Bill. Like, is, is that the idea? They're like, yeah, we hate that's Bill why, so that's much. That's, that we that's why I, I even put the question in because i was like are you serious like yeah absolutely like yeah now would i rather work for bill again or watch space jam too? now that's a good question <laughs> you know, <like> now we're <laughs> space jam two every day for a year now we're now we're getting two somewhere. times a day every day for the next year space jam a new legacy i uh, I, think, I think it would just i think my brain would melt yeah that. i think i think that's the answer though because i think uh no march madness we're in the content game tape and we need we stuff need we need stuff like the, the the two ideas are take content away, which is take March Madness away, or may, like give you content. Like granted, yeah. your brain's gonna turn to to worms watching Space Jam two twice a day every day, but um, it's something you can turn it into something. I can come on the show and just like talk about how yeah. this no, is I mean, killing me, it, whatever. I you and I talked about Space Jam every day for the next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. LeBron James would literally come on our show. I think he would. I, I sincerely think he would come on our show because they're trying so hard to keep like they're, they're trying to stretch out like the the length of, you know, Space Jam, a new legacy's hit. Like I just saw H&M like I, I get on Instagram. And it's like sponsored posts like Space Jam, new legacy, new pack just dropped H&M. You're like, OK, when that movie came out like two months ago. The new pack just dropped. So if we talked about it for a year. LeBron's coming. I just started a Space Jam podcast. I've, we'll just I'm, talk about Space Jam and Space Jam Two, and, and what, what Space Jam Three might be about, and that's just that's all you, you come and, and you do four shows a week. I think Bronny <laughs> three James, hours apiece. Bronny James is in the next Space Jam. <laughs> he's not even in the NBA, but he's in the next Space Jam. Oh man, uh, uh, good question. What else we got? How many more we got? We got a we lot got more, like, right? We, but... we got like ten more. We got like let's say let's cut it down. Let's, we got like five more. We'll do five good ones. This is our first right. uh, female friend of the program coming in. She said, "Hey y'all." What are your fashion predictions for Mike Bray at the 2021 Maui Invitational? Ooh. Ellie from KC. Shout out to Ellie. Great question. Um, yeah, that's it. That is, he, he did shirt off when they won. Um, we, we know that he goes shorts and flip flops on the, uh, has he worn sunglasses during a game before? 
I could see him wearing Maui gems on the sideline. As, as a journalist, I cannot confirm nor deny, but I would say this. If he has sunglasses on in the Lahaina Civic Center, he is going to be go down as a legend. Like There might be a picture or a portrait of Mike Bray. If he has shorts on and sunglasses, we should yeah. get him Maui gems. You and I are Maui gems ambassadors. We should get him some Maui gems. Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I'm, I'm looking up now. I just searched Mike Bray sunglasses. Um. For five uh, quick payments of thirty to thirty dollars a month, you can get a brand new <laughs> pair of Maui gyms. Uh, no, I don't. Th- I mean, I assume if he's done it before, that there would be pictures popping up of him. No, he, I think that's the move. I think we're going to try to get in his ear and tell him to do that. I think Mike Bray wearing Maui gyms on the sideline would be sick, yeah. and like a hat of some sort. We don't have. I think that's a, the next frontier for basketball coaches too. Mm. Is guys wearing hats? There's no yeah. one that that is super casual. The hat on the mm-hmm. sideline, you know, like guys are trying to go more casual now. Um, I will say Mike, this in the South, when you walk into a building, like if you go from outside to inside, yeah. you're supposed to take your hat off. Right. right. So like the, the decorum of it, like if Mike Bray went to the Dean Smith center and was wearing a hat while he was coaching on the sideline, somebody would tell him to, to take his hat off. That's why that's what I'm saying is like, we, we, we're supposed to wear a suit on the sideline too. And we've thrown that out the window. So it's like, yeah. you're, you're almost trying to find the most flagrant, flagrantly flagrantly casual casual got it I, I got it i got it tank you, you top. understand what i'm saying uh tank, tank top, top. flagrant that's flagrant yeah. casual he's got to work on the arms got to work on the arms but yeah. i think you could pull it off tank top i i mike bray wearing a backwards hat and a tank top and sunglasses and having a skateboard <laughs> and uh on his tank top it's bart simpson and backwards hat and sunglasses and a skateboard and he's saying cowabunga dude <laughs> <laughs> easy. easy and it's just and it's just backwards hat and tank tops and skateboards all the way down because on bart's tank top it's a tank top of eric cartman <laughs> yeah. i mean this is all good stuff for mike bray i do think shirtless is probably the one that wins everyone over though like if yeah. mike wins the first game at the maui invitational and goes in the locker room like he did before yeah just has, you know the lays on shirt off party vibes that's all we want i i i i do think sunglasses is uh actually feasible and i think that that is that is the move i think you wearing him wearing sunglasses on the sideline is an actually feasible move and uh, i want to see it so that's my prediction Lock mike ray follows us and he follows the show on twitter uh you and i are not afraid to slide in dms and, and give him the i emoji with sunglasses mm. you know what i mean the, sun- <laughs> the sunglasses like we, emoji. we only speak in emojis when we're coming for the scoops in your dms so like we can't <laughs> say words but we're going to come in with i emoji sunglasses question mark and we'll see what we get back from that we love coach bray on the show uh next up uh, this is from kevin scup he said, which college basketball coach are you hiring to be the Ted Lasso of your English football club? Josh Pastner feels like the obvious choice. Yeah, it's Josh Pastner, yeah. yeah um, I, that's, I don't even I don't really know who else would. Mick Cronin's the only person that came to mind. And that that's more of like the idea of him having to be Ted Lasso, that being funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, that someone has already seen, in this universe I'm making up, someone already has a Ted Lasso. And then they're like, I need to get another college coach. And but I can't yeah. have it be the same positive energy. I need the the antithesis of this. So I go for Mick Cronin. Who's uh yeah, who else would be positive? Um I feel like uh I, I was watching watching Ohio State Minnesota football last night. Um PJ Fleck has like passenger vibes, but they're also very different. Like PJ yeah. Fleck is aggressively uh optimistic and and whatever, you know what I mean? And yeah. and Pastor's more like all shucks about it, you know? Yeah. But like that, but I'm trying to think of like guys in that same vein who, uh, 
But PJ Flex football, obviously, so that's not the answer. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's not really there's, there's not really, really no one other than Pastner like having that kind of on that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're nice even, guys, but they're nice. Not... Like Porter Moses is a nice guy, but he's not like this, you know, ball of unflappable energy. Yeah, yeah. And Pastner is like that weird unflappable energy. You know, that's why he's perfect. That's why we think he he has to be the guy. Good yeah. question though, Kevin. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm gonna think about that more. Who else, if it's not Pastner, who could it possibly be? But did you watch uh, Ted Lasso like as soon as it came out? Because I, I put it on the back burner. There was a lot of people, you know, a lot of times when there's there's too much hype, you, you yeah. kind of think there's no way it could be good. So I, I put it away. I just I just binged the first two seasons a couple of weeks ago. Oh, really? I, I had a great time. I love I, yeah. I love Jason Sudeikis. He was as someone who's been wearing Jordans his whole life, Jason Sudeikis was the first person I really remember in the in the you know the culture, so to speak, that was just rocking Jordans to premieres. I was like, this guy, he gets it. And uh, the, the character, I mean, it's just a great character. And it's a, it's a great, like, wholesome, fun experience. The second season gets a little bit more, you know, into the weeds of things. But that's life. And that's what you expect. Yeah. You at some level. But uh, I, I, I watch the show every, every episode when it comes out. And uh, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm a season two hater, to be honest with you. But Yeah, I, I, I will say I like season one a lot better. But, yeah. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where, you um, know, in television, we we know that like there has to be peaks and valleys. You know, remember the Wire season two? My God, like that was that was with Ziggy, right? That was the yeah. the Docs yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, we we don't get season three without season two. You know, that's true. I, I feel like that's where we are with Ted Lasso. Um, can I can I throw in a one that's that's uh that you I don't think you would ever think of or anyone else would ever think of. It's probably not a great answer, but it jumped out to me because I, I think I'm picturing the Ted Lasso dancing in the locker room when he was yeah. the football coach, you know, yeah. that scene. Yeah. Uh isn't there wasn't there a like a, a great Jim Laranega dancing in the locker room moment? Yeah, yeah. Well Roy Williams dancing in the locker room. I mean, the, yeah. The ACC Roy Williams done. isn't a coach, Tate. We're uh, talking about we're talking about college basketball coaches. You're not old people that are just like hanging out fishing and golfing. Okay. Like I'm sure there's a lot of vision. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about guys that are actually coaching here. Um, uh, I love Larinaga. Larinaga would be a fun one. I feel yeah. like Larinaga is pretty. I'm trying to think of like times I've seen Larinaga like he did, and I don't. There aren't a lot that come to mind. He nah, seems pretty he's chill cool. and fun, he's but yeah. but he's not Pastner. Pastner's the only answer. Maybe Mike yeah. Bray's the answer. Let's send Mike Bray over as Ted Lasso. He seems like he could he could fit in and just wear Under Armour stuff everywhere. Um, yeah. All right, we got three more here. Uh, the first one, we'll, we'll, we'll get this one out of the way because I just wanted to give Will his time. So William Cunningham sent us and he said, I just got out of a, rela- a relationship, feeling pretty rough. Any advice on getting over it? And uh, I, I looked at you and I, we're, we're two life advice guys. We, we've, mm-hmm. we've gotten over tough relationships in our lives. Yes. You know what I mean? We just want to say, Will, you know, first and foremost, do what's best for you. You know, you know what I mean? You got to love yourself. <laughs> You gotta love yourself, Will. Don't don't worry about we right now. You know what I mean? There's there's three different phases of this. There's you, me, and we. We is done, and mm-hmm. and we you got caught up in we, but now you got to come back, find yourself, love yourself, and then move forward. But I'm gonna give you a virtual hug, an, an audio experience hug because uh, we feel you, man. Tough times, pandemic. Yeah, it, it's uh, one of those deals where um you think it matters the, the the hardest part about all this is like when you're in this position no matter what anybody says to you you're like yeah but you don't get it you don't you get know? it like yeah, yeah. This like is- if you're this yeah. one's different you're like no i've been there man like i i was in love with this girl and she broke my heart and like it was i was devastated you're like yeah i'm sure but like this one's different because like i really love this girl they're like i you know 
Um, so there's really nothing we can say because you're gonna you're gonna kind of carve your own path anyway. Of but course. uh I promise whatever you're going through, I've been through it. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. And uh I don't know. I'm uh I'm I'm in a good spot now, so it does get better. William, so that's all it gets better. It gets better. Yeah. What did Annie say? The sun will come out tomorrow. It really yeah. does, though. Like, that's what's crazy about, like, uh, all the hardships in life and everything is, is um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Every, every so often we get serious on the show and talk about mental health stuff and all that. And um, I don't know that, that when, I, when I look back on my life, like it is crazy all the times where I was convinced life will not get better. This is where I'm stuck. This is what I'm stuck doing. This is who I'm stuck being friends with. This is everything is stuck. And I have never, ever, ever been, that's never been the case. You're, you're never stuck. There's always, there's always an out at all times to like yeah. find happiness, to find fulfillment, to, to, there's always an out. And, uh, I know that better than anybody. Cause once upon a time I was freezing Chipotle burritos yes. and eating Costco sheet cake in my, yeah. Think about in that. my, in my kitchen. That's how depressed I was yeah. <laughs> and fat I was. And, uh, no, so that, that's it. That's the, there, there's nothing like, tangible we can say because you're not going to listen to it anyway no we just but, want to give you a hug. A, yeah one foot in front of the other it'll be all right there will be there are plenty of fish in the sea i uh what did chair say do you believe in life after love yeah yes you do you have to you'll be fine william and if you need to come on the show and uh you know vent about all these problems you're you're next in line once we get our guy back who won the bracket challenge you you what are a, our next call to get on the show this feels like the what, what's Rosillo's deal with like the the 2002 is like his worst year or whatever have, have i asked you that before like what was your worst you don't even have to get into the specifics like Oof. what was what was your worst year oh, i'm just curious life. i just i just want to hear the number i just want to hear the number of the year i don't want to know why or whatever we can cover that maybe later yeah i mean uh I mean, 2020 is going to be up there for your boy. I mean, horrible yeah. year. Uh, just <laughs> like 20, you're like September 2021. Yeah, yeah. is off to a terrible start. Yeah, horrible start. Uh, I mean, like when I was in middle school, you know, like 2006 was, was a terrible year. I was like 13, not yeah. good times. But then it all, but like JJ Redick is national player of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Two, th- 2008 though, <laughs> like the world came back. Like I, I got like new life in 2008. Tenth grade, you know dark night comes out great summer just like of just hits you know and then great tv shows things like that forgetting sarah marshall then i came back uh and then like in real life um i had a great year in 2018 but i also you know i was in a six-year relationship ended you know love of my life type deal that, that was that was william i'm right there with you man and then yeah you got to figure out who you are because you were a part of a, a we and now you got to come out and find out who me is and then that experience and that growth and also working in the situation I was in, being on the internet, having people say horrible things about me. I'd always had a, a love for myself and a confidence in myself. And I had all these people break my spirit. And then I had to, you know, pick up the pieces and 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 build myself back up myself where I liked myself and I love myself and I'm still working on that. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, I, I don't think there, there's even an answer. Life is always, there's peaks and valleys and things, but yeah. Um, yeah, but also 2018, I had a great year because I was proud of myself for doing. That's that. what's weird, right? It's like when I when you think back on the the lowest points in your life, there's also there for me at least, there's always been, um, uh, uh at the exact same time, like something awesome happening. It's yeah. always because it's never like a very defined like the, the, this year sucked and this year was great and then this year's exactly. It's always like I had some awesome shit happening 
with my career as my personal life is going to hell <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like yeah. It, the vice versa or, exactly. you know, and it's always just like kind of a weird combination of it all. And you just do your best to, to I think that's why I find the Rosillo thing so fascinating because it's like, he has this, like, it's like a, a watershed moment. You know what I mean? He's like, I, this, this, uh, this like definitive a, moment yeah, was yeah, like everything like, went to hell. It was like a fiance um, situation. Right. And then it was like, he was like, she said no. And then, yeah, da, da, you know, it's like, but I think, I think, I guess the, the big takeaway and we'll move on and, and finish this out. I promise this is, we're at the shout outs and close outs part of the show where we're, we're going to talk for another 40 minutes. Uh, the, as you're, when you're young, all of these like data points carry so much weight and the swings are so big. Cause it's like, yeah. I got dumped and it's like, I've never been dumped before when you're 17, say yep. this, this, this hurts so much worse because I've never been through this. And then when you're 17 and I don't know, you, you, you call into a radio show and you get tickets to guns and roses front row or something. You're like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I've never had nothing will top. Nothing will ever top. And you just start swinging back and forth so much because you have fewer data points. You know, you're just young. You haven't been through it all. And I think like, as you get older, you, you just find that mellow where like good things happen, bad things happen. But do you realize that like, this isn't going to kill me? I've, I've been through something like this before or whatever. Um, So I don't know how old, what's his name again? William. William. I don't know how old he is, but uh, his cousin. Yeah. I don't know how old you are, Will, but uh, it'll, 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 this is just one day. You'll look back on this and you'll be like, that was just one data point. Yeah. And there will be a lot more good, bad, otherwise. And uh, the the goal in life is just to find it kind of mellow out and like you, you, you have a flat tire or something and you just kind of shrug your shoulders and laugh it off because you know tomorrow you're going to find 20 bucks on the side of the road. Exactly. 100%. It all all going to back around. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. It all comes full circle. Equilibrium find the balance but also also i would uh i would like spread rumors about your ex and make sure everyone understands that she's a bitch and she deserves everybody to hate her and yeah i would also do that because that's that's pretty cathartic too to like to like win the breakup so like definitely do that (laughs) yeah see i i've always bowed out of the breakup i've always been like i'll be the bad guy you know what i mean yeah tell everyone i'm the bad guy it's very billy eilish of me i'm like tell them i'm the bad guy i'll get out of here clean yeah, I my my move when I get dumped is I go full like uh like Rocky montage like I I, I do hard cut off like I I don't get angry at them it's just like I go just full like I it's I, I I'm I'm training for a prize fight now and I just like yeah. start I I go running a lot more this is, this is I how listen you get, to this is how you eat sixty Chipotle burritos and yes then come back like and then Mark you come Tyler. back dude because I and then I listen to just lose yourself on repeat as I'm running and I'm like air punching. <laughs> You better lose yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Everyone's just watching me like, what the hell's wrong with that guy? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, William, yeah. go do that. Go get on a run right now. Uh, get on your Peloton, whatever you're doing. Uh, I think this should be the last question. Because That's a good one to end on. Who cares? We'll, we'll, do, we'll do more. We'll, well, well, one, one more because it, it's, it's something that I'm a little upset about. Uh, this is from William Reuter. He said, will you be attending Rothstein's wedding? And if not, will you be sending a gift? I don't think we were invited or I was We weren't invited. No, I think Rothstein, Rothstein is uh, I, I see Rothstein being a big COVID guy about the wedding where he's just like, listen, bro, COVID. And you're like, what about it? And he's just like, ah, you know, there's COVID. And he never really like, you know. I, I see Rostin doing that moving forward that he's just yeah. going to use because, you know, there you know, there are people like that. They've already kind of started showing themselves in your life, Tate, the people that that just, yeah, just that are never going to get over it. That are like, Yeah. Yeah. And and it's never going to make any sense to uh not, not that. Yeah. 
he, he never connects the dots for you. He just says COVID. He just uses it as an excuse, like Tobias, yeah. Tobias no, it, on Arrested it's a Development. It's valid excuse, but also Rossi is going to use it to make it like we would have been there if it wasn't for COVID. Yes. And what we're saying is, are you sure, John? Are you sure we would have been there? Or are you trying to use a convenient excuse? That's it's all. Tobias Tobias on Arrested Development when he said when he's talking about his, his marriage. He's like, I don't want to blame it all on 9-11, but it certainly didn't help things. That's, that's what <laughs> Rossi going to do with COVID, where it's like, I'm like, John, um, can you come on the show? And he's like, COVID. I'm like, yeah, I don't uh-huh. follow the connection. Why can't you come on the, I, it doesn't. There's always money in the banana stand, John. And uh, man, I, God. It is a- kind of wild. Like we broke the news that he was engaged. We broke the news. Cause yeah. like, if, if you remember back, like I obviously. The part we worked I take- at the ringer then. And we realized that a lot of people wanted to be our friends because they wanted to work at the ringer also. And we're not saying. No, John's, John's not guy. that way. No, what I'm saying, guys. John at the time, uh, you know, he was going on part of my take, I think, because they, they, uh, I, I think he'd been on like once or twice, but like for the most part, John was just like a robot that tweeted out yeah, every day. I, I was convinced and, that John was not a human being. Yeah. So I, you were like, I, no, we, I know him. We were the first people to break the news that a real life woman, <laughs> uh, said the words, I love you to John Rostein, and it was yeah. not his mother. Like yeah. this is this is we, we this was big news in the college basketball world. We broke this. We 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 showed the world that John Rossi's a real human being, and then uh, we got ghosted when it came time to send out the invitation. So I don't know. I'm not gonna send him. Maybe I thought maybe you may have gotten an invitation, which I was kind of <laughs> like hoping for. At least like one, we're like one for two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on, John. Not the case. Uh, we. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not sending him a gift. If I don't get invited, you don't get a gift. Yeah, facts. That's how it works. Facts. So you're getting no gift from me, John. I mean, and our gift was to come on the show and send him a signed poster and everything. And then we, you know, we, my move too is uh, when I don't get invited to weddings and people ask me if I'm going, um, yeah. my, my butthurt response is, uh, I was like, no, I'm not going to go to that one. I'll just go to his next one. That's what I do. That's my oh, line. That's, yeah. that's pretty that's good. My way to, that's my way to cut back, you know? Yeah. So I'll go, I'll go to your next wedding, John. <laughs> all of my friends are getting engaged right now and they're all like talking about when I have to fly to their weddings and it's, it's very overwhelming. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where it's my friends in college that didn't have girlfriends. And then I had my girlfriend all throughout college and they were just like these bozos. And now these bozos are getting married. And then I'm yeah. just, I'm like out here and I'm, I'm like, I, I don't want to pay all this money to come fly over here to have people ask me if I'm okay. <laughs> are, are you are you are you in are you in general a wedding guy like not not right now per se but just in general oh uh, i mean look- i have great times at weddings like yeah. when i was in third grade as a kid like i'm a great dancer no i mean not to you know whatever make it by but like i can dance and i love to dance so like when i was a kid i was like you know i was out there busting a move and then as, as i've gotten older you know i would have my girlfriend we would dance i mean i, I had great times as i went to a wedding in dallas this year for my boy david had a great time you know what i mean yeah. but it's just the uh <laughs> you know the, the 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 wedding the wedding setting you know what i mean it, it's triggering at times you know oh, yeah. you, i mean obviously you i mean we we all know so it's just like one of those things where no you just you just put your hair down and you power through dude you exactly the, you, you just like if you're when, having when, these weird feelings you just gotta like smile through the when pain. grandma comes over and is like when when it, when are you gonna you just you just give her the stiff arm you're like grandma that you just it's Chappelle's Jay show Chappelle. like when he's walking to the club he's just like grandma <laughs> grandma drinks god not when god's plans playing please for the love of god <laughs> grandma i'm a certified lover boy get out of here with that. <laughs> I miss yeah. weddings, man. We gotta, we gotta, 
We gotta. I mean, I would have gone to Rossi's wedding. I would have too, dude. I go to any wedding I'm invited to. I I I love weddings. What I love love. I've always loved love. That's that's known. People know that about me. They say that about me a lot. That that I'm a big love guy. He's always uh, loved love. I've always loved love, and uh, I wish I could celebrate John Rossi's love with a real life human woman, but. We weren't invited, so yeah. there it is. Now we can't talk about it anymore. Now, now it's banned from the show. Sorry, John. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, re- we'll read more emails. Uh, we, we got to get in the habit of that. Just read a couple at the end of every show, I guess. Instead Thank of you to all the friends of the program for sending them in. Like I, we, I didn't even know how many people in the offseason yeah. would be interested, but we got a lot of responses. And like you said, I, I want to get to all the emails. And if we didn't get to your email today, send another one, and, and we'll keep, answer. We'll yeah. get to it. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll have some more fun because I, I do enjoy doing that. I do enjoy hearing from other people and uh when you let us to it's it's you know like when 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 we have to come up with the topics all the time uh we, we fall into ruts and it's especially just like, in the off season yeah. i mean it's the off season yeah so you tell us what you want us to talk about and we'll have some fun with it um cool that's it i'm gonna go uh uh when, when does carolina play i want to make sure i get to watch that game six o'clock tonight carolina football Oh, they're tonight friday night friday night friday night lights you oh know dude do. yeah let's and then go. i'm going to six- ucla lsu tomorrow Six, uh, six Pacific, six, six Eastern, uh, three Pacific. Oh, damn it, dude. I'm going to be doing my show tonight. It's at, uh, it's at Lane stadium. Uh, if you do the hokey pokey and you're a grown man, that's embarrassing. I mean, like it's literally <laughs> embarrassing. I can't believe that people do that. Um, I, I love Lane stadium. They're, I call Virginia tech, Virginia state, because they are basically NC state of Virginia. Uh, they, they are going to come out in Blacksburg. They're going to be talking all types of stuff. It's an orange out. Um, there's a rumor, Mark Titus, that Metallica is going to be there to That's play sick. that to play Inter Sandman. I don't uh, believe it for a second. I don't believe it for a second either. But it wasn't Met- college football, you know what I mean? I Metallica is not like Metallica is like we're not doing that unless you're paying us like a hundred grand at least. Well, it's also yeah. like you know how hard it is to get to Blacksburg. You know what I mean? Like Metallica yeah, trying right. to get to Blacksburg, it's like a three-hour drive from the airport. Uh, regardless, it's going to be a fun game. I love I love this Tar Heels team. We have been set up to fail by our by the scheduling gods. We have on the road at Virginia Tech to open the season. We have on the road at NC State to close the season. We have been set up yeah. to not make the Dude, college football playoff, but I believe we will. Tell me about it. Ohio State, I'm watching last night, in the rain, Thursday, Yeah. Uh, on the road, conference game, freshman quarterback. I mean, like, what is the Big Ten doing? This is ridiculous. Yeah. We're, we're, I, I, think I, I think I'm with you. I want to join the SEC. The Big yeah, Ten. SEC. <laughs> Could you imagine if Michigan, Ohio State, North Carolina, and Duke get announced as going to the SEC? Just those four schools. Like, the SEC says we want to get the best rivalry in football and the best rivalry in basketball. <laughs> that would be sick. I think that's the funniest outcome for content is that Carolina oh, and Ohio State both end up in the in, SEC. In the same my, head, my head is just spinning. I have no idea how to process it. And, and we get UCLA, too. So we have our West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> UCLA and Arizona have also joined the SEC. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, all right. Best of luck to Carolina. Um, Appreciate it. If uh, off uh, on, on the, the chance that you're listening to this in Madison um, and I, I know it's a quick turnaround, go but, say uh, hi to Titus. Come, come, come to the, come to the show tonight. Um, we're going to have some fun at, at Scotty bar in Madison. Um, we're we're going to, we're going to do that. And if you're a Buckeye, uh, we're coming to Columbus next week. So mark your calendars. That will be there Friday nice. night. Uh, All right, that's it. That's the show. Uh, Good luck, Tar Heels. See you guys next week. See you next week.